1: With your hosts, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer. Hello. Good morning. morning. Breakfast (laughs) lovers. I thought I lost you for a minute, hun. (laughs) Do you know what I think is really cool? (laughs) Is that both of us are on farmland right now. I know. Both of us are are out in the country. In different countries. But that's pretty cool. We're like bringing all the energy of the land. Into
2: this space yes. today. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I have horses and hummingbirds and lizards and all kinds of magic, magical trees, like crazy amounts of magic on this land. It's it's incredible. I think I'm in Napolo. I think I figured out finally the town I'm in after being in being here for three days. I think it's called napolo <laughs> I could be totally
1: wrong though. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, funny. how
2: cool is that? They're bringing in the land magic.
1: Mm-hmm. Woo well, Why wouldn't we? And I'm. If we have, why wouldn't yes. we?
2: And I mean, really, the, I think in truth, this is very much about our topic today because we are following our heart's desire, right? You are, and I am, and that's why you're in farmland in Monterey, and I'm on farmland in I think Napula. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, how cool is that? yeah, so i but I think I, I wanted to read the the copy of the show today, um because I think it really does set up our show and what where we want to go with this topic that you know really, no one taught us to how to even look or discover our true desires, and in fact, like from being a small child, we were actually really hmm, almost shamed sometimes um for our desires or our wants you know so if we're going to actually create the life that we want then we have to have an awareness of what it is that we truly want what it is that we truly desire and you know not what's been projected upon us by like what our parents wanted for us um, you know, what like the school system wanted for us, what our culture wanted for us, you know. So the, the question is for you all listeners is are you sabotaging having what you want because you actually don't even know where to look. You don't know how to uncover what you truly desire. Like, is there a place that you really just need to almost uncover or get permission or have permission to be able to actually want or desire it
1: again. So that's what we're going to talk about today.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, something that, um, uh, that you, you and I talked about right before the show, but it's something that I've been working with for um, uh, all these little many years as a coach is that there is so many people that they don't know what they want um, because they have consciously or unconsciously taken on like what other people want for them, right? Like their parents and you know, all of that. And um uh then there's the um but then there's the, the actual like how do I don't want to say it, like just the the idea of wanting in the first place is wounded. Because our parents didn't mm-hmm. have money, therefore we couldn't want things. We couldn't want anything that costs money, right? Mm-hmm. Or our parents didn't have enough time, so we couldn't want time or we couldn't want time. activities. Yeah.
3: Couldn't,
1: yeah. You know, yeah. it's like our wants were based on what our parents felt that they could provide or not provide us. And then we took it on. It's like, oh, it's not okay to want that. Oh, it's not okay to want that. It's not okay. And in some cases, we took on, it is not okay to want. Like, children should be seen yeah. and not heard. And so this, yes. this, really the most natural one of the most natural energies that comes through our body is desire and it it leads us it's it's our curiosity it's like you know as babies it's like we desire the shiny toy over there right and we and it it helps us move in a direction from the very beginning desire helps us move in a direction and it has us reach for things it has us grow Mm -hmm. the reason for desire is it When we want something, we're going to have to become greater. We're going to have to learn something to actually create it because if it's not in our world right now, it's because we haven't become the thing that that is required to have that in the world. And as a baby, it's like it might require us to learn how to crawl or walk Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, as adults, it might ask us to like step up and value ourselves or whatever that is. But from the very, very and for some people, it's you know even wounded as infants where the parents were negligent or unavailable or whatever, and so even just desiring food wasn't okay you know well, or yeah, because I it like was that's
2: kind of what we talked about um before is like i actually when we were talking about the show, i got emotional because like I really realized how much my little one you know my two year old my three year old my four year old my five year old how much um I had to shut down my own wants, my own desires, just to survive my household, just to survive my childhood. You know, so there was a place when I was young where we just didn't have food. We just didn't have enough food. I had my eight brothers and sisters. There's a family of 11. My mom, there's just not money for food. And so there was many times where I was hungry. Where I was just literally hungry, so, so, so hungry that I felt like my body was just going to eat itself. Right. But even that wasn't okay. It wasn't okay to want food. It wasn't okay to ask for food. Like it would, it would bring this response from my mom that was really intense. And so I learned to turn off my food or my hunger. I learned to turn off my hunger in my own little body so that I didn't want and so that it didn't cause problems and so that it didn't cause, um, you know, intensity for my mom. You know, and how, and how, like she was so intensely in her own trauma and her own world that it was so often that I wanted to be touched. I wanted love. I wanted to be held, but I couldn't ask for that. I couldn't want that. You know, it would create so many problems, so many. And how many of us who are super empathic and we could feel what was going on with our parents, with the adults that were taking care of us and like what we did affected them, you know? And so there'd be this like intensity that would come up in my parents around my wants. You know, and then it would just completely shut me down to like, oh, see, it's not okay. It's not okay to ask for love. It's not okay to ask for food. It's not okay to ask to go play. It's not okay to ask for that candy in the store. It's not okay to, you know, like to, to, I mean, you know, a lot of things it wasn't okay to want or desire. And so for years and years, it was just almost like going through the motions of like, okay, like almost losing track of what it is that I really wanted and just kind of going based on what everybody else wanted for me or what I could actually have. Like just what could I, what could I live with? You know what I mean? Like what, how could I survive? Like what, what's the least amount that I could live with is really how I opted from for a really long time.
1: Well, and you know, I, I would say that it's only been recently that you have given yourself permission to desire and to dream and to look at what possibilities there are. I think, like, for a lot of years, like, you you figured out that you could work really hard and make things happen mm-hmm. that your family hadn't. Like, you learned, like, mm-hmm. kind of put your head down, put the, put the blinders on, like you're there with horses, right? Those, those things that kind of... Mm-hmm. Like, have you not get distracted? And it's like, that's it. You got you were able to create a lot of things that your family wasn't, you know. And but I don't know if that was like dreaming, it was just doing, you know, doing. And yeah. Like,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and it was gosh, when did you do Burning Man? Was that like four years ago, three years ago, or something like that? Three years yeah, ago, three years. and I was listening. I was listening to "Being You, Changing the World" by Dr. Dane Here, and it was right when I was first getting into access consciousness with Megan, and she was at Burning Man. And I remember being in my meditation space, listening to "Being You, Changing the World," and there was a whole section around desire, around reclaiming your dreams, like actually like reclaiming your dreamer. And I was I remember being on the floor, and I was literally sobbing. <clears throat> I was just crying so hard because I I realized how much I had like bought into the pessimism of my family line, of my genetic line of, you know, the pessimism of like, you know, life sucks and then you die. And so it was like, I, went through this whole process of reclaiming my dreamer, of reclaiming my desires, of reclaiming what I truly actually wanted for my life. It was this incredible cathartic experience that I was having in Salt Lake City on a, you know, on a carpet in a meditation room while Megan was, you know, at Burning Man having these crazy experiences that were kind of parallel in a way, you know. But it, it was so, it was, I, I had never known how turned, how turned off or shut down I had been with regards to dreams and possibilities and desires until that moment. It was just something that was like, I'm going to put my head down. I'm going to do my work. I'm going to raise my kids. I'm going to pay the bills. You know, I'm going to have a few like really exciting things along the way. And that's, that's all I can hope for. That's all I can wish for. That's all anybody could, you know, want, so to speak so
1: yeah yeah so let's um one of our intents today is to help people like like we said like there's like a couple of factors one is the that we shut down the idea of desire because it's not convenient in our family system or whatever Mm -hmm. right and then Mm -hmm. and if we if we do allow anything it's basically you know, like, you know, growing up, I was told I should desire to be married in the temple. I should desire mm-hmm. to wear garments. That that was the one thing that really <laughs> got me aware, I have to say. Because, like, <laughs> you know, if, if you're listening to this. Desire to have babies mormon, and
2: a family and a husband.
1: <laughs> no, no offense. It just wasn't my desire. So it's like I couldn't see I didn't. It's like, okay, I'm supposed to want babies. I'm supposed to want to get married. I'm supposed to want to wear these garments. And I was like, I could kind of buy the marriage and kid thing because kind of everybody was doing it right. But the garment thing, I just could not buy. That was my one clue that that may not be the direction for me because I was just like, I don't care. I don't care if they kick me out. I am not wearing that underwear. I am just not. <laughs> And it's like, and it was so funny to see, like, people in my family try to convince me how amazing that long underwear was to wear and, like, how safe they felt, how spiritual they felt in it. And I'm like, no, no, and no. (laughs) But, but like, you know, the other stuff kind of bought. And so when I, there was a time, oh, gosh, I I would say my late 30s where I was like really looking to see, did I want to have a baby? Because that was the number one thing that we were supposed to want in my family system. I was raised as the baby of 14. And I have over 200 nieces and nephews. They are baby making machines in the Solito clan, I have to say. And so like, and so I went through this whole thing about having a baby right, and I could not figure out, should I have a baby, should I not have a baby, I don't know, and what I didn't understand was that all that programming was sitting on top of me, right, and it's like, and then one day, I mean, I wrestled with this for probably like a year and a half, right, then one day I was hmm. like, if it's not just a yes, it's probably a no, and it's probably pretty important when you're having kids that it's not a, uh, well, maybe I better have a kid, because that's what I'm supposed to do, like, I kind of figured that wasn't good, and so it finally dawned on me that, that that this my it dawned on me that the back and forth I was doing meant it was a no. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this whole like maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't like a yes is a yes, and one of the things that I teach my clients is it's either a hell yes or it's a no. There's no maybe. The, the maybe isn't a choice. <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. is I'm kind of pregnant. You know what I mean, and so like, the, <laughs> how can you be kind of friend? I know, I know, right? It's like so, like looking at that. You know, had I had that, uh, had I had that distinction then, I would have got. I would not have wasted a year and a half. Like it, w- it was really tumultuous for me, because I was there was mm. so much sort of in my genetics and in my upbringing that was like. This is your, this is what you do for God, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. so, but if you just look at really like, look at like, how do you get clear about choices? You want to really be looking at what, what's like a hell yeah. And if it's not a hell yeah, what are you doing? Do you want a hell yeah life? Or do you want to, oh, that's kind of good life. Because if you keep making choices from, oh, maybe that, that'll be kind of okay, then you're gonna have a kinda of okay life. You know? And so um but today we're gonna to help you guys, we're gonna we're gonna take you through some really fun processes and maybe deepening processes to help you let go of all the other people's desires you're carrying around that ain't you. That's the other thing, right? When you try to when you try to take action on someone else's desires, uh shit don't happen sometimes. It's hard because it's not yours. It feels like you have to have discipline because it's not yours, right? Mm -hmm. When it's actually your desire, there's a natural energy and a natural movement that happens, just like the baby who sees the shiny object and moves towards it. There's a natural movement that happens. Like a lot of times what I see is people who are not taking action on certain things um, are actually – it's not the thing that they wanted in the first place, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like it's – so there's like um there's so many like kind of moving parts and pieces to this and this is just, you know, a 50-minute radio show or whatever, but we're really going to try to give you an experience today of clearing some of that debris and opening up and reigniting your organic desire. Love
2: that. That's what mm-hmm. we're going to do when we come off break. So you're listening to love life and all things weird and we'll be back with some processes and some amazing tools to tap you into your desire
0: are you looking for a place to create connect and belong where you have massive encouragement to be the weird live outside the box person you truly are if you've chosen a different path as a rebel an innovator a leader entrepreneur and change maker you're in the right place on love life and all things weird megan and suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been
3: waiting to uncloak your magic? A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O.
0: This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Sillitoe and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We're talking about your heart's desire, like really tapping into what it is that you want, what it is that you desire that is not about your family system or how you grew up or what you were supposed to want or what you should desire, but actually tapping into who you are and what's aligned to you. And I really love that before break, Megan, when you were talking about, the baby naturally going towards the shiny thing and that somehow they're going to learn how to crawl or walk in order to get that, you know? And I was, um, I was talking to, I was doing an Akashic record reading for a client the other day who said that she wanted a healing business. She's like in the corporate world and she's um, wanted this, wanted to do this healing business on the side. And when I was in her record, I was like, she so doesn't want to do this healing business. And, and yet she had been telling me like, I'm, it's part-time and I want to make it full-time. And, so I just like looked at her. I just, you know, I was like, sweetie, like, I don't know, like just try this on, but it just doesn't feel like actually you want to create this side business. You actually want to create this healing business. Like it would take a lot of work and intensity and being an entrepreneur is like not really truly your thing. And so it's something that maybe you want to dip your feet in your toe in every once in a while, but you don't actually want to make it your bread and butter business. You know, and it was just like this huge dawning for her of like, oh, my God, like I've been thinking for five years, what's wrong with me that I can't turn this hobby into a business? And you're totally right. I actually don't even want to do it. Like, I actually like being in corporate. I like my job. I like the safety. I like the vacation time. I like insurance. She's like, oh, my gosh, I've been trying to make myself be this entrepreneur, this like healer in the world. And I actually don't even really want to do it. And so it was really cool and profound for her to open up into her heart's desire, which, you know, was very surprising, you know, was a bit surprising to me. And it was really, really surprising to her. And so where uh, have you, you know, shut down your true desires or thought, oh, my gosh, this is exactly really what I want to be doing. And it's not at all.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I you know what I see that, because I see that so much in the conscious communities and in metaphysical world, the coaching world, it's like people come to a class and like everybody's talking about wanting a healing center, wanting to be a coach. It's like, oh, I should want to do that. You know, you get in the energy because if you're energy sensitive or what access would call humanoid, your 98% of your thoughts and feelings aren't yours. So you're picking up a lot, like there's now this movement towards, you should want your own business. You shouldn't want to work for somebody else. You shouldn't, like there's been this pendulum swinging. It's kind of like the women's movement, right? It's like all of a sudden women shouldn't want to stay home and raise kids anymore because they had an option to work. And so everybody was like, oh, I should want to work. I should want to, and it's like, it's no different than feeling like you don't have a choice on the other side of it, and same same, and I really believe like you know I think <laughs> uh if if we all had our own businesses, then who would be working in our businesses? You know what i mean like not not everybody is designed for that, not everybody has that in them to like uh that desire in them and that, and therefore the capacities in them to create. That kind of thing in that way, but they w- they really would love being part of a team. They want to be part of something bigger. They want to have autonomy, right? Everybody wants mm-hmm. autonomy, right? But like, how mm-hmm. do you how do you create that autonomy? There's a lot of different ways that you can do that. Mm-hmm. But like, it's it's so it, it's so fascinating to watch the the waves of things, right? It's like, oh, we should all want this now. Oh, we should like little sheep you know like oh okay we're going in this direction okay we're going in this direction instead of pausing and going what do i really want what's actually really true for me you know and like in our process of you know uncoupling right it's like most people in relationship they don't let themselves go you know choose it every 10 seconds do i really want to be here do i still desire this do i what do i desire what what does my body want? What do I desire sexually? It's like, there's this idea, like when we get married, that this is this is what your sexuality now looks like. There's no question now, right? And um, I think, you know, there was a, I had a cousin that I, um, like from another side of the family that I ran into in college, and it was really crazy because she was, her name was Megan, she was also Megan Silito. Right. And so it was like this weird thing. Right. And I was still sort of like I was not out of the gay closet yet, you know, and she wrote this story about the benefit of closets and the benefit of coming out of the closet, because it's like everybody else just assumes this is who I am because it's the norm and when you're not the norm you actually have to go through a process of figuring out who you are and what you want and what you desire whereas a lot of people they go okay well they they kind of just take that i guess i'm going to get married and have kids and blah 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 and then they wake up 20 years later and go wait a minute i didn't want all that you know and so like why not you know cut out the middleman and get clear now so what Um,
2: so maybe it's time to do some clearings around this, you know, for those who are like people who are like, well, I, I mean, I kind of thought that's what I wanted. So how do I know if that's really what I want? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm like, maybe I'm delusional. Maybe like, how do I know? You know? So I think everywhere that, um, you know, this feels unclear or you're in this place of like, you know, um, overwhelm or indecision or like, even if this, if, if this conversation is bringing up this place of like, huh, well, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know, maybe what I said I want, I don't really want. How do I know what I want? So everything that is, um, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good bad, pod, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. And all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, and computations, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections around your own wants and desires about what you should want and what you should desire and what you don't want and what you don't desire and everything in between and everywhere you've aligned and agreed with all that and rejected and reacted and refused that because of, uh, because of your family constructs and systems and socialization and Collective consciousness, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes, please. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pot, all mine, shorts, blues, and beyond. Um, everywhere that you have a unconscious belief that you can't know what you want, that, that if you did know what you want, then, you know, that might actually be the worst possible thing, because then what if you couldn't get that, and then you would fail at that? So you're going to live in this place of, like, in between, of, like... Uh, some mediocre life, not really go for it? Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, online, short stories and beyond.
1: Well, there's also one of my um, things is um, my desires will hurt people. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so everything so, that is, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, trip, boys and beyonds. Like for me, it's like the, if I really truly desired what I truly, truly desire, then that would mean that I'm like way too fucking much, like way too much, you know, like I was super overwhelming to my parents and parents and to my family system because of who I am. And so for me, it's not about necessarily hurting people. Um, it's more about like overwhelming people. It's about like then they're not, they're actually gonna go away from me because it, because I'm too much. So everything that is and every, all of you that have that can be in and destroy it.
1: Yes. Right, Ron, good that's I'll talk about my yeah. So we're also, now I'd like to go into doing like, Anywhere you're embodying your mother's desires, your father's desires, your family's Mm -hmm. desires, like we're going to go in and kind of unlock some of the stuff so you guys can have space to see what's in you. So what invention have you been using to invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic and biomimetric mimicry of your mother's pathways, pains, and realities around desire and wanting? Everything that brings up and lets down, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. And what invention have you been using to invoke and perpetrate the biomimetic and biomimetric mimicry of your father's pathways, pains, and realities with desire and wanting? Have you been choosing? And everything that is, times good thing, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yeah. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. And all of the points of view that were projected at you about what you should want, about what the limitation of what you could desire, what you could want, based on the lack of your parents and the lack of your family, can we please uncreate and destroy that? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And everywhere you have decided that you can only want or desire what you absolutely know is available to you and what you can see is available to you, and you can't desire anything you can't see that's available to you, can you please uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. Yeah, there's just a little bit of energy up for
2: around all of this, just a tiny bit. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was just this last weekend. I was at this amazing, amazing workshop called Core, Core Workshop, um, and it was. I was paired up. We had buddies, right? And I was paired up with this 23-year-old woman, and um, we were sharing the first night, and she was talking about how. Her, in her her family line, an Ivy League edu- Ivy League education was like the most important thing, and that she should really want that, and she would should really want this like high powered career. But she was considering that really all that she ever wanted was to have kids and to be a mom. And it was so interesting being paired with her because for me it was the opposite, right? Like it was like my parents didn't have didn't care like they didn't go to college like they had no kind of point of view about whether I should go to college. And, like, all I wanted to do was go to college and have a career, and all I was expected to do was be a mother and, you know, have children. And so it was this moment where we just looked at each other, right? And we, we both teared up. Like, we both, like, it was emotional because it was just like, you know, gosh, we just want a choice. You know, we just want to desire what we desire. We just want to go for what's true for us. You know, and so it was this like collective pain that we felt in this moment of like being exactly the same, even though we were on opposite ends of the spectrum, because we felt like we didn't have, we couldn't desire what we really desired.
1: Mm -hmm. And since desire is the seed of creation, (laughs) you know, like if you're not letting yourself really desire what you desire, then you're not going to be clear about what you want to create, right? It's the very beginning step. And it's like it's also the energy that sustains us and kind of turns us on and turns us up so that we can move towards what it is that we want. Um And so it's like so many people are going through the motions of someone else's desire, and they're wondering why they're not getting traction with that. You know, it's kind of hard to create someone else's life. Mm-hmm. Like, You know what I mean? If like, your desires aren't yours, you're living someone else's life. You're creating someone else's life, not yours. Mm-hmm. And that brings up a lot of sound. Can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyonds. Okay,
2: so, so
1: I'm kind of um, I'm
2: wondering, hon, if we could, if you think it would be the right time to do the process of like a really reclaiming I want.
1: Yes, we can do that. Okay, so do you remember when we said that um, that some of us even shut down the idea of wanting? just because it wasn't it wasn't going to happen it, in the family system we were in. Okay? So this is a process. Okay. So we don't normally recommend using the word want when you craft like uh, an intention or a question or you know, because want actually means to lack in a way, but we're going to use this word in particular in the process we're going to take you through because Uh, want is an energy that we felt as children. And so um, we want to kind of pull up or bring up the stuff that's sitting on top of your, just the very most natural wants that your body has and had so that we can clear it. And then we'll move on into the energy of desire. Mm -hmm. So what I want you guys to do, and it's a very... Very, very simple process, but you want to you want to have some presence and awareness. The point of this is I'm going to say something, and I'm going to invite you to say it to yourself. And if you can, say it out loud. And then I'm going to have you pause for five seconds or so and see what comes up. And then we're going to clear it, and we're going to just go on the ride for a bit. Suzanne, will you be my guinea pig? I know you love it when
2: <laughs> when mm-hmm. you are. I love it so much.
1: Cool. So so with me, Suzanne, I want you to say I want, and then we're going to pause, and then I want you to tell me what comes up, okay? And then we're going to say it again, and we're going to say it again, and we're going to say it again. And I want the audience to try it on just to see what happens, the energy that comes up, the thoughts that come up, the feelings that come up when you actually just say the word I want. Okay, ready? Do you want me do you want me to do it with my hands up? Uh no, not yet. Okay.
2: Okay, cool. All right. I'm ready. I Okay. I want. I want. I want. So I just so I just feel like I have this like kind of intensity in my chest that comes up immediately when I say I
1: want hmm So everything that is, can we uncreate and destroy it? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, poc, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyonds. Again, I want. I want.
2: So it's still like that same chest energy, maybe not as intense, but... It's still like it feels almost like grief it feels like this kind of heavy stone energy in my chest of like sadness, grief. And then there's like this swirling in my
1: stomach when I say I want. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and take a couple of deep breaths and just sort of like make some space for this, this. So what you're describing in is the energy that sits on top of our authentic desires and wants. And it's that pushing down that we've been taught to do forever and ever and ever. So we just want to make some space, make some room, bring some light in there. Let this energy come up and out, okay?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So taking some deep breaths. Again, I want. I want.
2: I want. Well, now I just want to say it really loud. Like, I want, I want, I want, I want. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Good job! Yeah. (laughs) Like, damn it, I want, I
1: want. (laughs) (laughs) Good, so... That's beautiful because you went from like um like that suppressive energy to like the release of it, right? And and it's like now there's like more of a demand in that, which you know access consciousness talks all the time about make a demand of yourself, right? Make a demand of yourself. But if you don't, if you can't even let a desire come up, how are you going to get into that energy of like no, I this is I am having this, I am creating this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so like you have to be connected to this energy in order to even make that demand. So I, that's really cool that that happened. So we're going to take it. We um, we have about two minutes before break, but I want to do this, this other piece of it real quick. Okay. So you spoke to it a little bit earlier. We're just going to up-level this a bit, and I want to invite the audience to do this with us. I want you to raise your hands in the air, just like you're a little kid right like you're two or four or whatever you know and like uh, like you're kind of being asked to pick up be picked up right and I want you just put your two of your your hands in the air and now I want you to say I want I want
2: I want so what happens for me is I feel it was this interesting thing where my whole body kind of just started to like become alive. Like it turned on, you know what I mean? Like I could feel kind of my body better and I could feel almost like tingly energy coming up through my whole body. When I was, when I was saying I want. Mm. Cool.
1: Cool. Okay, one more time. Arms in the air, like you just don't care. I want, like really, like, really, like, match the word with the energy. I want.
2: I want. There you go. I want. I want. (laughs) I want. So, yeah, just like as this rush, 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 like of energy. And I feel actually really, really powerful in that space of like, I want, I desire, I'm here, I'm alive and I want, I want more. Like it's almost like this drive, this force that's like, you know, no, I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to like stop. I'm not going to you know, pretend that I don't want more, like I do want more, like that's why I'm here. That's why I'm alive. That's why I'm on this earth, because I will always want more. I will always, always want more. I will can be grateful and amazingly happy and joyful about what I have, you know, like I can actually just be so generous and so grateful and so intensely enjoying everything that I have and everything that I am and everything that I've created so far, so far, But I will always want more. I will always want to go for more. I will always want to express more. I will always want to be more of me. I will always want to have more experiences. I will always want more. So it's like the claiming of that that came up for me of like, yes, I want. I am a human being.
1: And so I want. Yes. So I'm going to let you have your want party right now. And we're (laughs) like, you're all fired up. It's so awesome. And we're going to go to break and we're going to come back and we're going to graduate from wanting to desiring and see what that brings. So there's part two of the process coming up.
0: Stay with us. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live outside the box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and change maker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
3: How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic?
0: 8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We are having a wanting party and a desiring party. How you doing, honey? I'm so good.
2: I feel like pumped up, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Party for one <laughs> uh-huh. over on totally, the farm totally. <laughs> yeah, but you know
2: what? Like there's so much magic on this land, right? There's all these hummingbirds that are coming around, like all these lizards and squirrels and. Like, it's really like I'm in this want party with like, but also like, I feel like I have all my magical friends wanting with me, desiring with me, you know? (laughs) Mm.
1: Yay. Yay, yay, yay. So yeah, like, I, (laughs) I know that sometimes you're like, why am I always the guinea pig on the show? But like, you're such a good guinea pig. You really (laughs) are because like, like you're so aware of yourself. And you have such, like, you know, you have so much self-awareness that that you, the the energies that come forward, you're aware of it, and it actually makes for really good. (laughs) Like, as a facilitator, I don't know if you know this, but, like, part of the training of being a facilitator that I've been through is knowing um, who in the audience to pick for your demonstrations. Like, who Mm -hmm. actually can go all the way. Who actually will Mm -hmm. be able to show the energy that you're looking to to go through and become aware of, right? And you I mean, you're perfect because <laughs> you have that, you know. You're the best demo ever. Thanks I don't know if you knew you had that capacity, but you do I didn't I
2: had no idea. I mean, you know, I can be the proxy. I'm good with that.
1: <laughs> do you know what it's so funny is your sister's like that. Your sister was like that for both Mm -hmm. live your magic and the foundation afterwards. Like she was so like hand in the air and I knew she was the one, like she kept breaking Mm -hmm. through the energy in, in the Mm -hmm. space. So I said, I don't know. It's like, I know y'all got your, you know, your childhood stuff, but you also have a lot of power. And like, as you're breaking (laughs) through that, it's pretty freaking cool. So, so the, so the, so The want energy is more of the younger energy, right? And so Mm -hmm. the process that I just took Suzanne through was actually to kind of start clearing that and moving that um, from the the younger selves, right? And as we grow and as we, like, move into um, adulthood, like, that matures into what we call desire. And desire actually literally means, the etymology of that word means of the father. Or of spirit and so what I really believe about desire is that it is our being it is the universe it is our spirit telling us whispering to us this direction this direction this direction right and desire is such a a generative word it's a generative energy and so we want to like I also we want to play the game with the the energy of desire so you ready hmm Yep, I'm ready. Ready, set go. Okay. I desire. I
2: desire. I desire. I desire. I think for me there's like immediately I just want to breathe deeper. There's like a breath that comes up for me of like, Oh yeah, I desire. And I I feel a lot of love energy in i desire um i also like you know like desire i really love i just love 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 the word desire and i love that it's of the father because i think it's really interesting how in our culture like sometimes when you say i desire it immediately people think sexual you know which is or sensual which is a part of desire right but it's also but like in a way it's so perfect right because to have kind of like a lust for life right like i desire i desire you know and so there is a like that's how we create you know is through that through that creative force that is you know in part our sexual energy and so You know, so I have this combination of energy that comes up for me of like breathing really deeply into my desire, like feeling so much love, but then also having so much sexualness, so much sexual energy come up for me in my body. And like it spreads all through my body, almost in this place of like joy and elation because I desire, you know, like I desire, I desire. And so that is the experience that I'm having with my body is it's really like, like, it's like on, like turned on, all the way.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Cool. And so, like, just for, you know, something for the audience to consider is how much more successful would you be coming from that energy every time you created something? And that's Mm -hmm. kind of what we're looking at when I tell my clients hey it's a hell yes or it's a no you know like that's that energy because without that energy not much is going to happen I do this um uh, I got the idea of the hell yes or no from my my coach Rich Lippin years ago and um I started using it with regards to homework and I would say to clients because I just noticed that they would like I'd give them homework or home play and they wouldn't do it, and they, wouldn't do it and they wouldn't do it, and I was like, hmm, what's going on? And I realized that they hadn't really chosen into it, you know, and I said, okay, you have, there's three possible responses to my, to my request for homework. One is, hell yeah. Two is, hell no. And three is, hmm. yes, and, mm-hmm. yes, and, <laughs> so, you know, like, so there was room for negotiation. Like, okay, so my coach, one of his first assignments he gave me was to go buy sexy underwear. And he wanted me to buy it from this really high-end shop where, like, the bras were $400. It was like, um, yes, I will buy sexy underwear, and I will buy it at, like, a Victoria's Secret price point, you know? And so I negotiated to where it would be a hell yes for me, right? And it doesn't mean it wasn't uncomfortable. It doesn't mean that it didn't put me up against my edge, right? But I knew that I could feel that that was going to create more for me. And so mm-hmm. I yeah. I did have a hell yes. But like, I had to negotiate what I was what that hell yes was. And so I think that like, you know, I give that as a tool today, as you're kind of looking at, well, what do I want? What do I desire? You know, like, when you get offered, to, you know, to collaborate with somebody when you get offered to, you know, participate in a project or whatever, it's like, like, is it that big rising energy or is it a, eh, you know, and so many people like they, I get so many people push back on this because it's like, well, not mm-hmm. everything's going to be a, wah, and it's like, why not? Why can't your life mm-hmm. be that? Like, where have mm-hmm. you decided that a certain percentage of your life could be like, wah, you know, um. <laughs> wah, 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 wah you know what I'm saying? So like when looking at, hey, what do I desire? Like when, like, do I want this? Do I want this? You want to look for those things that really like, it's like, yes, it's that shiny object that you're moving towards. You know, it's like, I got to have that red ball. (laughs) No matter what, I got to have that red ball, you know, or whatever. And what if your whole life was you choosing from that place? How much more could you create? How much more would you generate? Mm, I love that so much. Yes. Yes. Because
2: I, I mean, I feel like that when you're in that energy, you're a magnet, you are absolutely like an energetic mag- magnet for the universe. When you're in that place of like, um high pleasure, high desire, high love, high vibration, high curiosity, you know, of like, hmm, high creativity. Um, you're in such a high vibration that people are just drawn to you. That you, it, It's almost like an energetic um, magnet that you create mm-hmm. that then brings everything that you want into your life, right?
1: Yeah. And things come, because I, what I love about that is that that energy has a natural pull to it, it has a natural attraction to it like you're talking about. So people, resources, money, all that stuff actually gets drawn towards you when the desire is authentic and when you're aligned with it and when you're allowing yourself to choose it. It's so, it's so powerful and most people skip that step when they're creating stuff. They skip, do I, is this really, really what I want? Is this really what I desire? So practice your desires, everybody. Practice wanting and,
2: and desiring and come back next week for more stuff, more amazing content and tools. Love you all so much.
1: <laughs> We're not done yet. There's like 20 <laughs> seconds left. <laughs> so in my 15 minute commercial is, um, Go to megancilento.com and check out Live Your Magic. We're gonna be, I'm gonna be in Toronto the 13th through the 15th, in Salt Lake City the 17th through the 18th. Um, speaking about desire, opening up. anybody have desire for magic?
0: Thank you for listening to Love, Life and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.